0: It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. All right, a quick podcast for you here. Uh, You know, it's been a while since I've uploaded to the ECSW channel, but we'll have a lot of hockey content coming as we usually do. Matthew Zader, I'm sure, will join me to preview next season and uh, all that within the next month. But uh, I'm doing a reaction to another Blues move. It's significant enough to do one. You know, I reacted to the Buchnevich trade. I reacted to the Saad signing. And now I'm going to react to the fact that they've signed Colton Braco to an eight-year extension, $52 million, 6.5 per year um, for him. So, you know, I think if this were three years ago, uh, post-Cup run, after that season, uh, you'd really, really love it. I like it a little bit. I think uh, the term worries me a lot in terms of the eight years for him. <clears throat> um, 6.5 mil per year is really good if he's healthy. And I think the back issue is something that worries uh, me and a lot of people. But um, I think if he's healthy, that should certainly be a good value number. The problem is the contract goes till he's 37 years old. That's a Another issue in itself, and now you're also paying nearly twenty million dollars per season for a while to three different defensemen: Falk, Krug, and Perkow, which is a trust factor. You know, uh, I thought in Krug's first year, I thought he was solid. I think there's more there. I think offensively, he'll put up better numbers this season. I think he'll be more comfortable, uh, you know, manning that power play once again. Falk, year one was brutal. Year two was really good. Very encouraging signs. I think he became more of a complete player. A guy that we saw in Carolina was, was more of an offensive threat. I think he's kind of lessened his offensive game. Uh, playing in a different style and structure. Like Carolina loaded blue line. A lot of really good 2A defenders there. This blue line in St. Louis not as not as loaded at this point as it may have been a couple of years ago. That Falk came into, but in terms of Pareko, though, I think you know eight years is scary. I think it is for any player, with the exception of a Connor McDavid, Sidney Crosby type, Patrick Kane. Eight years is is scary with anybody, but um, I think the term is the worst part. I think that's a kind of a, a risky move, and I think Armstrong's comments saying you know wishing for luck or get the best luck or something is not a great thing to say publicly in terms of uh, his issues with the back that he's had, the injuries over the last season. But I think an overlooked part of it, and I'm going to try to make this as quick as possible, and then hopefully in a couple weeks from now I'll do a big season preview since uh, I haven't uploaded very much content to this uh, to this channel, as I said, or podcast page, whatever you want to call it. The, the overlooked thing with this move is the fact that Pareco needs a constant defensive partner next to him to really, really, really get the most out of him. Now, with that said, I think people overrate. The Bowmeester situation with Pareko. I think Bowmeester was very good and very steady there for a little bit during the, when the team was hot. I think everybody was playing well for the most part during that time. The way Bowmeester went out in terms of his NHL career is the worst way possible, and obviously nothing but the best to him going forward. But he need, Pareko needs that consistent deep partner. When Scandella was here and he got an unnecessary extension, he's making three point two seven five. He fell off a cliff last year. I get it. When he first got here during that trade before the bubble, he was marvelous. Scandella Pareko were really good together. That completely fell apart. Now I wonder if Krug plays with Pareco to start the season. Do they go Krug Falk? Krug Pareco Do they even go Falk Pareko? Have Falk playing the left side like he was when Petrangelo was here for a little bit? Um, do they go Scandella Pareko? Try that again. Do they go Mikola Pareco? I mean. A lot of options. you would like to have a better defensive partner, but I'm assuming with Tarasenko likely staying, I mean, it's September, he hasn't been traded yet, so is that going to happen? I doubt it at this point. Um, I don't think there's any upgrade they're going to make defensively. I think they're going to roll with what they have. Do we see small, big, uh, Perunovic, Pareko? I mean, a lot of options, but I think it's really important to get a consistent, constant D partner with Pareko that he can play well with. And I think that's when you get the most out of Pareko. I'd like to see him be more aggressive, too. He's been a guy, in the regular season especially, has not been very aggressive with the puck. I think we saw that when he was at his best a couple years ago. I think pre-bubble Pareko was an absolute beast. I think we all get that. But i got to say, I'm a big Pareko fan. i got a reverse retro Colton Pareko jersey, so I'm glad that's going to be relevant for a while since he's going to be here for the long haul, you'd assume, unless he gets traded, which... I don't foresee that happening obviously but um, I'll definitely preview the Blues season and the Packers season coming up next week and maybe the NFL season as a whole but I uh, just wanted to do a quick one reacting to the Pareko uh, extension good job by Army to get something done I think 6.5 mil is pretty good value if he's healthy eight years scares me that's pretty much summing up my thoughts and a couple weeks from now, I'll be doing an NHL season preview. Get you all set. That'll be about an hour long, probably. NFL season, Packers season preview coming in the next few days. Have you back on ECSW, and I'll see you next week, I guess, huh? Yeah.